Hello and welcome to the Bigger Than Us podcast. I'm your host, Raj Daniels, and today I'd like to welcome Meghna Tare to the show. Meghna Tare is UT Arlington's first Chief Sustainability Officer. Meghna works collaboratively to foster partnerships among academic, research, and operational departments at UT Arlington. She leads institutional sustainability efforts in support of the UT Arlington 2020 Strategic Plan Bold Solutions, Global Impact that is enabling a sustainable megacity that centers on four themes, health and the human condition, sustainable urban communities, global environmental impact, and data-driven discovery. She also works to address opportunities to promote sustainability in several areas, energy efficiency, resource conservation, waste management, transportation, education, outreach, community engagement, supporting and encouraging student initiatives, and implementing an interdisciplinary and sustainability-focused curriculum. Meghna, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Raj. Hope you're doing as well. I am doing very well. Now, Meghna, where in the world are you? Um, I am based in uh, Dallas, Texas. I live in Frisco, but uh, work in um, UT Arlington. So we're pretty much neighbors because I'm in Carrollton. So the weather there and the weather here is pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> so Meghna, I'd like to open the show by asking my guest the following question. If you were asked to share something interesting about yourself, what would it be? Okay. Um, interesting about myself. I think I can share two things. One is uh, more professional and one that is very personal. So professionally, um, I think something that's interesting and not many people know was that I was awarded the Women of the Decade in Corporate Social Responsibility by the Women Economic Forum um, in 2018. And I'm really, really proud of that accomplishment. And um, personally, something interesting about me is that I really love traveling. I, you know, kind of look forward to my next trip and me, my husband and my kids, we have done quite a, a lot of travel in the past two, three years. And I do have a running list of places that I want to visit, hopefully in the near future. Um, but personally, also, I think, you know, um, you always have an aspirational goal. And um, I think I want to uh, work for the United Nations or the UNEP, United Nations Environmental Program, at some time in my um, career. And those who know me close uh, know that I have that ambition. But those are the two things, personally and professionally, that's interesting about me. That is beautiful. Can you share a little bit more information about the award? Uh, yes, this was in uh, March of 2018. So, the Women Economic Forum, it's a really big organization with uh, members and uh, kind of chapters all across the world. And they have an annual uh, conference every year uh, in Delhi in uh, March. And uh, what they do is this is simply by nomination. So people who know your work, they nominate you for this kind of award um, to the Women Economic Forum. And they have kind of different varieties. Um, so they cover everything from arts to entertainment, media, uh, you know, business, um, local governments, academic, and they have a kind of different variety. And I was nominated by someone for this award that I received for which I was, uh, you know, fortunate enough uh, to have a chance and UTA supported it to go to India in March of 2018 to receive that award. And it was quite a rewarding experience. So since you mentioned UTA, can you share a little bit about your current endeavor? 
Uh, yeah, so I am the chief sustainability officer for UTA. Um, it's the office of sustainability that I manage. It's an independent department in the sense that it is not embedded in facilities management or the provost office or student affairs, but I have my own independent department and it's more cross-collaborative and sort of offers um, this help to other departments on campus for sustainability initiatives, right? So I do sustainability in operations for the campus, meaning I manage um, the recycling program, the composting program, um, sustainability in the cafeteria. I engage with um, students in um, the housing um, and the student affairs, um, student government. But I also um, do a lot of work outside of UTA, which is more for of a collaborative nature. So I work with local governments and North Central Texas Council of Governments um, and a couple of nonprofits on engaging with them on sustainability initiatives. And it could be anywhere from transportation to um, air quality to food, uh, food security for North Texas. Um, and besides that, I also... Um, work on um, incorporating sustainability in the curriculum in the academia, right? So we have a sustainability minors program on campus, uh, which is more of an interdisciplinary program. But also, how do you engage with students using sustainability um, in the class? So uh, we try to come up with the courses, interdisciplinary courses in sustainability, do some kind of research. Um, and also, we do um, sort of a... a work where outside entities actually come to us and say, hey, we have this project in mind, which is related to sustainability, and we want to see if UTA can be our partner and help us out. So I'm sort of their liaison to get these projects up and running and at some at sometimes even implemented within their organization. So it is really um, a very broad role, not just operation, not just academic um, uh, focus on sustainability, but really more cross-collaborative and um, uh, interactive. So that's wonderful. And just for the audience, UTA is the University of Texas at Arlington. That's right. So <clears throat> which initiatives have you helped implement at UTA? Uh, so we have done, we have a really very successful composting program, uh, which has been in operation for the last 10, 15 years. And uh, it actually supports the needs of the campus um, in terms of, it's only for pre-consumer food waste, not post-consumer, but it serves the campus community. Uh, we have a community garden on campus, which was actually launched in collaboration with the city of Arlington. So that community garden, even though it is on the campus property, it's actually open to the city of Arlington resident because the idea was we want to offer a space for people to come and engage and practice something that we are teaching, like community gardening. And then we have a very successful recycling program on campus. Um, we also have a e-waste collection program, electronic waste collection program on campus. We have a very successful transportation program on campus where <clears throat> we offer um, car sharing program to our students uh, to reduce the congestion, the need for parking, but also international students who come on campus, you know, we offer that program so they don't feel the need that as soon as they come on campus, they have to go get a car. So we have a partnership with Zipcar and we have like five to seven cars on campus at every time which students can rent out for a very 
minimal uh, price. Um, and then we also engage with the cafeteria to include sustainable and healthy food options, sort of also have an outreach campaign where we educate the students why it's important to not waste food. So sort of, you know, uh, education uh, engagement um, with the students. And then we do a lot for energy efficiency, emissions inventory. Uh, we do um, some projects which are NSF funded on watershed management or climate change. And um, last year, actually, this is something that I'm very proud of. UTA launched um, a regional center of expertise for education and sustainable development. So we call it the RC North Texas. <clears throat> and UTA is the anchor institution for that. And uh, I'm very proud to say that I spearheaded that whole initiative and launched that RCE, which is actually an initiative of the United Nations University. So the idea is you engage with all the folks in North Texas and try to bring about change by educating them on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, those 17 goals that United Nations adopted in 2015, and try to move sustainability in North Texas using those goals as guidelines and framework. So that initiative has been very successful, and we have over 70 stake, more than 70 stakeholders in the North Texas region who actually participate with us on uh, on that um, uh, platform and engaging with the community and doing projects and educational campaigns and you know uh, collaborating on a lot of projects, not just policy but also sustainability related projects like how do you reduce your food waste or how do you make sure that the Trinity River water is uh, safe uh, for use. So those are some of the you know exciting projects that's going on on campus. It sounds like a very full schedule. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something there. You mentioned something called pre-consumer food waste. Can you elaborate? So the pre-consumer food waste is, you know, essentially the waste, um, like uh, uh, the peels when you are using the vegetables in the kitchen or the coffee grounds or the eggshells or the leaves that have fallen out on the campus uh, landscape. So we just collect those. We have one person dedicated to collecting those and taking it to the compost site. We don't do the post-consumer, meaning the food that is wasted after you have consumed. For example, a student after he or she has eaten in the cafeteria and the food that is wasted, that's the post-consumer. So we don't have a facility to uh, compost that, but just the pre-consumer food waste. Thank you for that. Now, how long have you been with UTA? Uh, it's been 10 years now. And has this role always existed at UTA? No, actually, I was the first uh, sustainability director that UTA hired in uh, 2010. And this was a brand new position, brand new office that was created. And I have been their uh, sustainability director since then. I've gone through two promotions and currently I'm the chief sustainability officer. So 10 years ago, was it normal for a college or university to be assigning a position of a sustainability director? No, actually, it was not. And I think I really give credit to UTA for being such a progressive and um, institution that actually focuses on sustainability, not in terms for operation, but also paying attention to the fact that students who actually apply to universities nowadays actually care about how sustainable the campus is, what kind of green buildings you have, what kind of food is offered in the cafeteria, do you have a tree, uh, trees on campus, sustainable landscape on campus. So UTA was really progressive. I mean, the composting program was started even before I came on board um, to the campus and UTA actually had a precedent sustainability committee 
prior to me coming on board where they had like a group of committed passionate people from various departments on the campus who used to volunteer and kind of come up with proposals and ideas on how UTA can be a more sustainable campus and how do you engage with the community so it was it was quite uh, progressive at that time and in the past 10 years i've seen a lot of universities have done that but UTA was really really uh, for, for forward thinking in that regards do you know what made UTA so forward thinking in this regard I think just the people you know the people on campus they always believed in sustainability so recycling composting office green team program you know they had a a, a sort of a fellowship program to help student with funds for example if you are having a poster session and if you have a poster that has a focus of sustainability you know the sustainability committee would give out 200 250 in rewards to the students so i think they were just passionate and really believed in sustainability and which is why they kind of gathered together and said well we really need one person who's dedicated to this full time not just rely on volunteer work and um you know i'm really really grateful um to uta for having that commitment well applause to uta absolutely yeah. how have you seen things change over the past 10 years from a sustainability standpoint at the campus and other campuses um people um actually have incorporated sustainability a lot in their operation right so nowadays i think it's a norm for every campus to have a really good recycling program um to have um you know transportation options like car sharing or bike sharing and um sort of engage with this association so there is a really big um sort association which engages 1200 colleges and universities across the nation and you know a few in canada and uh, mexico it is a sort of a network just for academic institutions to incorporate sustainability in operations and academic and it is called the <clears throat> association for advancement of sustainability in higher education it's called as ashi and nowadays almost every campus and university is actually a member of ashi and have that you know direct level of communication with other campuses and universities and it offers um sort of this a uh, portal for exchange of ideas but also if i'm a university and i'm thinking gosh i need to really improve my recycling program i can actually go to the ashi portal and post it and ask my peers at other academic institutions saying i want to do this do you have an idea on how to do this or how to make this better and that's a sort of a dialogue or a discussion based um uh, you know interaction has just increased in the past 10 years and people are much more engaged and not just sustainability directors per se but also the students so the students are actively engaged in it and um it's very nice to see that people actually do pay attention to these things so prior to your role at UTA what were you doing I used to work uh, for the city of Dallas. I worked uh, for the city of Dallas for three years with the Office of Environmental Quality, and I was their sustainability manager. So similar role, but it was a um, little bit more focused on um, implementation of the environmental management system ISO fourteen thousand one. So besides doing sustainability reporting and you know a couple of initiatives on air quality, I did a lot of training and outreach to educate the city employees about. you know various environmental laws and regulations like the clean air act the clean water act recra circla superfund um and i did that for 3 years before i joined uta 
So you've obviously got this passion for sustainability. You know, the core of our conversation here is the why behind what you do. So what drives you? What's your why to be so passionate about sustainability? Right. Um, I think at an academic institution, you kind of have this opportunity to broaden your horizons, right? Really think critically. And, you know, I always use this quote by Martin Luther King Jr. that the function of education is to teach one to think intensively, right? But also to think critically. And so intelligence plus character, that is the true goal of true education. And I think um, that is my why behind what I do. I truly, I mean, you know, you and I, we have kids, so we really understand the importance of how education can not just shape your future, but also shape your perspective, your thinking in the long term. And um, I really enjoy working for an academic institution because I really do think that it gives me a chance to uh, bring these to these students, you know, not just undergraduate students, but also graduate students who come with this, um, you, you know, kind of a passion for things. And sometimes they don't have a clear idea of where they want to go. And um, in the past few weeks um, with the coronavirus situation, I've really realized a few things um, with the online learning that education has the power to change um, you're thinking no matter what, whether it's in person, whether it's online. And, you know, uh, with the situation, I've been playing with my kids um, a couple of board games. And one of the board games is um, The Settlers of Catan. I don't know if you've ever played that game, but I always use that um, game game to kind of educate um, people, not just students or not just kids, about how sustainability should be envisioned in this world, right? So, you know, it, the Catan's philosophy is that you deal with a limited amount of resources in a very sustainable and responsible way because the resources in the game are like lumber and wheat and, you know, sheep. Um, and it, it's really nice because it shows that, you know, in extreme difficulty, um, when you are prioritizing your long-term well-being and security, when there is so much pressure like we are, you know, facing in the current times um it is an essential lesson to teach to the kids how you do you need to conserve your resources and i really really enjoy that not just with my kids but um the students that come at uta and so as a mom as an, an educator for a university campus i do really strongly feel that younger generation should be given a chance you know to understand the challenges of our time as early as possible because that will shape their choices and understanding of sustainability as they grow, you know, graduate and step into the professional world or, you know, mature as a personal, uh, personally, so that they can come up with these innovative solutions and, you know, address some of the pressing problems that we have in times like these. And it can be anything from, you know, climate change or food security or transportation policies or um, how do you deal with um sustainable cities or smart cities and so um you know i i really like that part of being at an academic institution and having that platform um to do that and um that is why i love what i do but even prior to that you were the city of dallas with sustainability mm -hmm. what drove you earlier in your career to you know head towards sustainability you could have done a hundred different things there's opportunity cost for being involved in it what mm -hmm. moved you in that direction um, I think uh, my educational background, for one, I mean, I have a master's degree in environmental science, I have a master's degree in chemistry and uh, MBA in sustainable management. So this was always part of my um, academic uh, uh, 
development and academic training. And, um, you know, having uh, come from um, born and raised in a country like India, where sustainability environmental science was not ingrained um, in not just in education, but in everyday life, you know, 20, 30 years ago, I always found it interesting to pursue these. And I have seen firsthand how these things actually impact your life, not as a person, but as a professional as well. And so I think that was my drive. That's really interesting. What were some of the impacts you saw back in India that pushed you in that direction? Well, you know, simple things like, you know, I, I, you know, uh, very humble beginnings, right? So I've experienced growing up in India with no water and electricity. Uh, electricity, And this was, you know, I've been in the US for 20, 21 years. So this was a long time ago. Things have changed now. But even at that time, I wanted to pursue a, a education in environmental science. And there were very few educational institutions who offered that. And luckily, I was born and um, raised in a place called Nagpur in India, where there was one college which offered a master, uh, undergraduate degree in environmental science with a combination of environmental chemistry. And, and I think I find myself very fortunate to have a to have been there at that place at that time and to get that kind of education, uh, which changed my thinking a lot. So you've seen your experience, your foot in both cultures. Mm -hmm. What are some of the changes you think that both cultures could make to become more sustainable? Um, I think just in general, awareness and education is really important. And I think both the cultures have done that, and which is why I think it's very important for academic institutions to focus on sustainability as a core topic for uh, students, you know, just like you take all the basic courses. I think that education um, as a culture is really important, you know. I can tell somebody to just recycle or I can get somebody to pay attention to climate change unless I explain to them the reasoning behind it or the kind of problems that we'll face in the next 30 years if we don't pay attention to this. Um, and I think that is a culture change. Everybody needs to pay attention to sustainability as a behavior change. It has to come naturally, not something that is forced upon you. Because I always realize that when you kind of, you know, scare somebody into believing something or doing something, once that fear has gone away, then people come back to their, again, you know, the original way of life. And I don't think that's the way to do it. And I, I do credit all the, you know, ISDs nowadays. I think my kids are much more educated about sustainability and recycling and composting and energy than I was growing up. So that culture change has surely happened. And I think that's great. You know, speaking of education, you mentioned the curriculum earlier at UTA. Mm -hmm. What are the, some of the classes or some of the subjects that are, are taught in the curriculum of sustainability? Um, so we have a sustainability minor, which is more of an interdisciplinary program. And I myself teach a class in sustainability, which is called Topics in Sustainability, which is an undergraduate class offered through the Department of Science. Um, so what I do is, you know, I... Um, start with the basics of sustainability and the fact that, you know, sustainability is more of a, you have to have a systems thinking approach to it, right? It's everything is part of the puzzle and they have to fit together at the end of it. So I go through the basics of sustainability. Then I talk about all the issues from water sustainability, food sustainability, transportation, sustainable communities, environmental justice, um, sustainability frameworks that various organizations actually use for their sustainability planning and strategy. Um, and then I focus a lot on sustainable development goals, the UN Sustainable Development Goals, because I think students really relate to it to see how what they do 
fits into the bigger puzzle of how the world is tackling this problem. Um, and then we have classes that are offered through the College of Engineering. We have actually a minor, sustainability in minor, which is offered through the College of Engineering. And the College of Business does some courses. Even the School of Social Works offers a course uh, which has a little bit of focus on environmental justice. I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm-hmm. You know, Meghna, one of the questions I like to ask before we go is, if you could share some advice or words of wisdom with the audience, what would it be? Um, so, you know, I talked about interacting with these uh, students a lot and with kids a lot. I work with the K through 12 to some extent. And I always believe that you really have to be true to yourself. You cannot fake it. Right. So I always believe that re- leadership, you know, be it can be me or anybody else in any organization, um, it really rides on the success wheels of authenticity, right? If you're not authentic, you cannot communicate your vision and value that will in a way shout that I really care about this. And I truly believe that when you blend those values uh, with your unique goals and ambitions and certainly qualities like empathy in the current times, I think that people find it very motivating and inspiring. And personally to me, leadership lives at that intersection of that spark and values. And that is what gets the buy-in from people. So you really have to be authentic. You really have to convey your passion um, in a very clear form with empathy, but you really have to be true to yourself. I really appreciate you sharing that. It's Mm -hmm. been a wonderful conversation. Is there anything we have not explored that you'd like to talk about or share before we go? No, I I just wanted to, um, since this is a podcast, if you can share some information about the Regional Center of Expertise for Education in Sustainable Development that we have formed on campus. We are really looking, you know, for more stakeholder, more engagement from, you know, private sector, public sector, nonprofit, because our goal is to sort of advance the whole of North Texas in a sustainable manner. So um, if you can share that information, it would really help me bring in more collaborators and partners uh, to this uh, platform and that is what we are trying to look for absolutely send me the links and i'll put them in the show notes for sure okay that would be great thank you raj thank you megan it's been great talking to you thank you so much bye-bye thank you for listening and if you like what you heard please give us a rating and review at apple podcast bigger than us is a nexus pmg production and if you want to show your support and help us grow please share with a friend or reach out to us on social media where you'll find us under our Nexus PMG handle.